0: Happy Thursday, friends. It is currently the day you're hearing this, June 15th, 2023. And I don't know if you know this, but quarter three of the year is only 16 days away. I know, right? Kind of yikes. The first half of 2023 is almost over and this is a perfect time to take inventory of your business right here, right now. Where are you at in accordance to the goals that you set for yourself back in January? Unsurprisingly, the most popular time of the year for people to set really, really big goals is, of course, the beginning of the year. Um, However, what I think that people are not doing nearly enough of is checking in with their goals at multiple different times throughout the year in order to see, are you on track to hit those annual goals? Do you need to pivot? And I believe that one of the best times, one of the best times to check in on those annual goals that you set back in January is at the very end slash very beginning, uh, end of quarter two, beginning of quarter three. So basically right now, okay? Okay. Uh, because, it, like I said, the end of quarter two, the very beginning of quarter three, is only 16 days away. It starts on July 1st, 2023. So, for many of you, it's time to set new goals in your business for the rest of 2023. Because maybe you crushed the goals that you set at the beginning of the year. Maybe you've crossed those goals off. You've achieved them. You've achieved them, and you're ready to set new and higher goals. Or maybe. You fell off track with those goals that you set at the beginning of the year and you're needing a mid-year reset. Either way, this episode is for you. We are discussing three goal setting secrets to stay accountable and crush your quarter three and then your quarter four business goals. So this is also a Bible study breakdown episode inside the book of the second Thessalonians. So I want you to grab your Bible, unless you're driving, of course, um, a highlighter, a notebook, a pen, you're going to need all of it. And let's jump in. So I want to give you a little context before I read the passage for you that we're going to hone in on today. Um Paul is writing this letter to the Thessalonian church, okay? This is 2 Thessalonians. So Um, I believe this is his second letter, and he was addressing this letter to the Thessalonians to address some issues that the Thessalonians were experiencing. Now, you can read the whole book. Um, It's actually a very short book, so it would be a very quick read. You can read the whole book in order to get the full context of all the issues that he addressed. One of the issues that he was addressing is idleness within the people. And now the reason why people were idle was because the Thessalonians thought, well, if Jesus is coming back and if he's coming back really really soon then like what do I need to work for? Like I'll just like sit back and like wait for him to come. Well, what they didn't realize is that although yes Jesus is coming back, it was not going to be in their lifetime. So, they were being idle and Paul was addressing that. So With that context, I'm going to read for you 2 Thessalonians uh, chapter 3, and we're going to start in at verse 6, and we're going to read through verse 15. Here it is. And now, dear brothers and sisters, we give you this command in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Stay away from all believers who live idle lives and don't follow the tradition they received from us for you know that you ought to imitate us. We were not idle when we were with you. We never accepted food from anyone without paying for it. We worked hard day and night so we would not be a burden to any of you. We certainly had the right to ask you to feed us, but we wanted to give you an example to follow. While we were were with you, we gave you this command, those unwilling to work will not get to eat. Yet we hear that some of you are living idle lives, refusing to work, and meddling in other people's business. We command such people and urge them in the name of the Lord Jesus to settle down and work to earn their own living. As for the rest of you, dear brothers and sisters, never get tired of doing good. Take note of those who refuse to obey what we say in this letter. Stay away from them so they will be ashamed. Don't think of them as enemies, but warn them as you would a brother or sister. So that's our anchor passage for today. And with that being said, how does goal setting and accountability and idleness, how is all of that fitting together? Well, friend, something that I know for myself is, and the Lord has like revealed this to me actually recently, is that I am a person that thrives on routine. I, I need some structure in my life. And oftentimes, if I let myself slip a little bit with my structure or routine, that usually lends itself to me slipping a lot of it. <laughs> and it's a slippery slope of me throwing all my routine to the wind and just being really idle. And that's just a characteristic that the Lord is like working in me and in my life. But the reason why we're talking about goals today with the context of that scripture discussing idleness is I believe and Scripture will confirm here in a moment, I'll read you some some other scripture, that without goals, okay, it is more easy to be idle. Without goals and accountability, it is easy to slip into idleness. Idleness is from the flesh. It's of this world, like it's not of the Father. And as we know, because we are fallen humans, we are pre disposed to easily falling into sin. So therefore it's easy for us to fall into idleness or a system of not working or not working towards the thing that God wants you to work towards. And so if we have appropriate goals, if those goals are led by the Lord, and if we have appropriate accountability, we will be less likely to fall into idleness. So Let's talk about three secrets to goal setting to help you stay accountable and crush not only your Q3 business goals that is going to be starting here on July 1st, but also your Q4 goals to finish out the rest of 2023. I hope that you have a pen a journal, uh, your Bible, as long as you are in a safe place and not driving, and let's get down to it. So the first secret to goal setting is understanding that you need to actually have the goal and you need to write that goal down. So there's two scriptures that I'm going to highlight to you here. The first one is Proverbs 29:18, where it says, without vision, the people perish. In other words, without a goal, without a revelation from the Lord, without a word from the Lord as to where you're going, it's going to be a hot mess express. Um, I, I like to explain this as if you're going to go on a road trip, but you have no idea where you're going, i.e. you have no vision, you have no goal destination, how are you going to know where to turn? Like You're not. It's going to be a mess of a road trip. If all you know is, I don't know, I'm just going to head east. Well, that's certainly better than knowing that you would head west, But but it's certainly also not clear enough. You need clear clear vision from the Lord. You need to actually have a goal. okay, And that goal needs to come from the Father. We call that vision. Second to that is you need to write that vision down. Habakkuk 2.2 talks about write the vision and make it plain so that those who run can read it. In other words, so that you can actually, when you're putting those plans in motion, you can remind yourself of where you're headed, where your goal is. Uh, when you get shiny object syndrome and you're like, oh, well, that seems like a really cool goal. Or, oh, well, so-and-so is doing that you can keep your eyes on your own paper, okay? Literally, pun intended. Keep your eyes on the paper where you wrote the vision and you made it plain, okay? It is so much easier to live an idle life, A, if you don't have the goal, and B, if you haven't written the goal down. I I don't know the exact statistics so i'm just i'm paraphrasing this based upon my memory but i believe that i saw somewhere or heard or read that if you write something down it is 10 times more likely to happen and that's not like any weird like manifestation new age thing um i believe that that is like confirming what scripture already said that like, write the vision, make it plain. And when you make something plain, like your brain has to acknowledge it. Your brain has to acknowledge when you are putting pen to paper. That's something that Betsy Crony, the mindset and neuroscience mentor that you've heard on the podcast multiple times. And she is also a guest coach inside of High Ticket Powerhouse, my group coaching program. She is a big, big believer of pen and paper. Not to say that like it's bad to type some things out, but your brain will register and understand so much more if you're actually writing it out. So you need to have the goal and you need to write it out. Okay. So some examples of different types of goals that you can have in your business, and you're certainly not limited to these different types of goals, but these are some common categories in which you can set a goal. So if you're an online coach, maybe you have a client goal. Maybe your goal for quarter three is, Hey, I want to sign five, High ticket one on one coaching clients, and if that's your goal for quarter three, come talk to me. Okay, uh, let's chat about high ticket powerhouse because that's going to be perfect for you. But maybe your goal is client focused. You know, I want to serve this many people. Maybe your goal is income focused. Okay, maybe you have a number in mind that you want to hit that income goal, and maybe it's just numbers just just click a little bit more with you. Maybe you want to close. in quarter three. Maybe that number is more for you. Maybe it's less for you, but maybe it's an income goal. Maybe you have a new offer that you are working on, like my students currently in Powerhouse, the second round that just started here in June. Um, They are doing the market research right now so they can go create their new offers. And so they're going to be launching their new offers here in quarter three. So that could be a goal. Maybe your goal is to build your team. Right now, that is my major goal for Q3. I just hired um, a virtual assistant that will be coming on my team 40 hours a week with me every single week. I'm so excited and blessed uh, to be having this team member join me. And that's my main goal for quarter three. Okay, so what's your goal? For quarter three. Is it a client goal, an income goal? Do you have an offer that you're gonna to bring to uh the public? Are you gonna be building your team? Or is it something completely different? You need to ask the Lord for vision and write that goal down. So that was number one. That was secret number one to setting goals, staying accountable to those goals so that you can crush those goals in quarter three and quarter four. Number two, the secret to setting and crushing your goals is having an established accountability system. Okay. let's acknowledge this. We humans when we start something new, okay, let's let's take a fitness journey for example. If we're gonna start a fitness journey, we oftentimes start the journey very excited because it's something new and, it, and it's exciting and like um, you know, we're all eager about this new thing and you may start off on that journey strong and then you get a couple weeks in, the newness has wearing off. The excitement has worn off, and now you're finding that it's it's a lot harder to stay accountable to the goals that you set yourself uh, for yourself to reach your overall bigger fitness goal. Has that, that ever happened to you? Like like you started the journey so excited, and you got like you got knee deep in, and now you're like, ugh, this is not fun anymore. Okay let's acknowledge that sometimes your brain is going to fight you on doing the things that you need to do in order to accomplish your goals. Okay. Now this could happen for many, many different reasons. A few reasons might be, um, if the goal that you set for yourself scares you a little bit, like if it was a stretch goal or if it was a goal outside of your comfort zone, your brain may see that as like dangerous or unpredictable. And so it may try to keep you away from that goal, um, by buffering. Buffering is, um, it can it can show up in different ways. But for example, maybe every single time that you were gonna go work out, like all of a sudden like something comes up or you, you think of something else that you, you feel like you really, really need to do instead of working out, we call that buffering, okay? Also known as procrastination, a form of um, your brain buffering. okay? So we have to acknowledge that we're not always going to want to do the work that we need to stay accountable for to doing diligently and consistently in order to reach the goals. All right? So we need to have an accountability system in place. Understand this, friend. On a spiritual level, the enemy wants you to be in isolation. We're living in a day and age right now where isolation, I feel, is more prevalent than ever because people are working from home. And hi, you can't see me, but I'm raising my hand. I work from home. I am alone in this house most hours of the day. Now, uh, I have a security system, uh, so... (laughs) I'm not worried about my personal security. Um but yeah, I mean until the season where we have children, like I mean, it's me. It's me at the house, me and the dogs. And although I enjoy the company of my furry friends, uh Memphis and Baker, they they get to debut occasionally on my Instagram story. Come follow me over on Instagram to see their cute furry faces. Um they're not people. They don't talk to me, okay? And it can be really lonely. Entrepreneurship in and of itself can be lonely. Now, add on to the fact that you are starting a business from scratch with no other team members. Add on to the fact that you're working from home. You're not showing up to an office every day with other people. And that is like the epitome of like loneliness. Okay, The enemy wants you in isolation because you are more vulnerable when you are alone. He can attack you more with lies. He can attack you more with doubt, with insecurity, with imposter syndrome. I imposter syndrome is something that comes up all the time in the coaching space, especially with new coaches. And what I want you to recognize, friend, is that imposter syndrome is spiritual warfare. Call it what it is, okay? It's spiritual warfare. Um, now, the Lord knows that you are more vulnerable when you are alone. And that is why he calls us to be in fellowship and with in community with others. Let's look at a, look at a few scriptures here. Proverbs 27, 17, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. We're going to go back to that one in a second. Matthew 18, 15, if your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. Now, this verse is not specifically talking about accountability with goal setting, but we can understand the principle of this verse that when we are accountable to another person, um it is for our benefit, okay? It is for our benefit to be in community and to have a relationship with another person where they can lovingly and quietly point out to us, hey, friend, like you told me you had this goal. You told me you wanted me to keep you accountable to this goal. I'm not seeing you put in the work to reach this goal, okay? Be in community. Now, there's various different levels, um, not not so much levels, but there's various different types of accountability, I should say, or accountability methods. Um, let's go. If go through a couple, uh, you can stay accountable to yourself, which I believe is important. Like you have, Betsy Crony, uh, the mindset and neuroscience mentor that I have worked with, that works with my clients and powerhouse. Um, she says that confidence is built by doing the thing that you said you were going to do. When you tell yourself that you're going to do something and then you don't do it, it, it breaks down your self-confidence. Now, some people are saying, well, I don't need self-confidence. I need god You need both. Okay? Um, you need confidence in the Lord and you had better believe that God also wants you to have confidence in yourself. Do you think that he wants you to be walking around feeling insecure and, and not having confidence at all in yourself? No. He gave you authority okay? Now, he doesn't want you to abuse that authority, right? This is a co-laboring with the Lord. He wants you to partner with him, okay? But you do need to have accountability with yourself and you wear down your own confidence when you do not follow through on the things that you tell yourself you're going to do. When you snooze your alarm in the morning, hi, that's me. I did that this morning. I'm, I'm convicted literally in this moment, <laughs> being transparent with y'all. Okay, so- we have to be accountable to ourselves. Okay. So maybe that looks like, this is what it looks like for me. Um, well, it needs to look like me not snoozing my alarm. In addition to that, writing down the things that I want to accomplish that day and then checking it off as I go. Okay. So I have a game plan for my day. Um, in addition to that, other types of accountability, having, um, being accountable to a peer. Okay. So is there another online coach that you're friends with that? you guys can check in with each other a couple times a week or even daily and send each other Voxer messages or or text messages and stay accountable to each other and share your goals with each other, okay? I have an accountability partner. Her name is Lissa Scott. You've heard her on the podcast before. Um, you can find her on Instagram. Her name is Maximum Potency on Instagram. She is incredible, and she is one of the people that I'm accountable to. And uh, yeah, I I'm so blessed by her. She is, and I've said this, um, <laughs> we've talked about it in our friendship before. That our friendship really is the definition of Proverbs twenty seven seventeen as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Do you have somebody in your corner like that? Okay, and another type of accountability is like formal accountability in the version of a coach, okay? Maybe you invest in a program, um, invest into a mentor that can help you understand what is your goal, reverse engineer the steps you need to take to get there, and then stay accountable in completing those steps. Inside Powerhouse, we have all the support and all of the accountability, which if you've been listening to the show, you know that Powerhouse is a program that I've ran twice now. Um, and if you're, this is your first time listening to the show, then let me tell you what powerhouse is. This is my six month group coaching container, teaching you how to create an irresistible offer, how to get more high paying clients, how to lock in those 5k to 10k months, and how to turn your online coaching business into a money making machine by creating that offer and then learning how to sell that offer. Okay. This program is for newer online coaches, who are either working towards closing their first $100,000 or they're in their first two years of business and they really need to lay the foundational skills and get cash flow coming in. That is what Powerhouse is and that is who Powerhouse is for. Um, The second enrollment for Powerhouse just ended. Those ladies started on June 5th. Um, They are incredible in every single way. (laughs) I love all of them. I love mentoring them and um, it's so, so fun. To get to see them hitting milestones already. Um, With that also being said, there is talk about a third round of Powerhouse, which I do have an official start date for you on. Okay, so write this down Monday, September 4th, the third round of Powerhouse is going to begin. Now, that's when it's going to begin. That's not when we're starting enrollment. In fact, we've already started enrollment. Um, So, This is your cue that if you want to be in the third round of Powerhouse, you need to start going and applying, okay? You can go down in the show notes, watch the free training. This is how you apply. Listen up. Click the link to watch my free training where you're going to learn the four secrets to get more clients and turn your business into a money-making machine. Watch that training and then follow the steps after the training to submit your application and book your interview call. We are enrolling now for the third round of Powerhouse, okay? We start on September 4th, Monday. And some of you might think, well, that's so far away. It's less than 90 days away. Absolutely less than 90 days away. So get the ball rolling, sister friend. Okay, that was number two, establishing an accountability system. That is secret number two to setting and crushing goals. Number three... Number three, the third secret to setting and crushing business goals is tracking your progress effectively. Let's have a quick little chit chat about a phrase called KPIs, okay? KPIs um, is something that I have not spent a whole lot of time on in my career. I'll just say that transparently. However, once I understood and learned more about KPIs, I immediately saw how important they are and how crucial they are in order to understand, are you doing the things that you need to be doing every day, every week, every month to move the needle forward towards your goals? Here's what a KPI is, a key performance indicator. Essentially, KPIs are measuring what are the big things that you need to do either on a daily, weekly, monthly basis to move your business forward in the right direction. What are the things that are like the big key players and what are the things that are just wasting time? Okay. So for example, some some KPIs for online coaches, specifically with Powerhouse is content. Okay. How many times a week are you posting? DM strategy. How many people are you getting in front of on a daily or weekly basis? How many calls are you booking? How many times have you pitched your offer? like slash how many sales calls are you getting on? These are all key performance indicators specifically related to coaching. Okay. The thing is, friend, you cannot track what you don't measure. So it is so much more easy to be idle if you do not understand A, what your goal is, B, you're not accountable to it, and C, you don't even know what you need to be doing on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis in order to hit that goal. Okay. And if you were not tracking those key performance indicators, those action steps that are going to move the needle forward, how are you going to know if you're on track? You won't, okay? Things get so much more clear when you set the goal and then you also reverse engineer how it's going to happen. You put accountability in place and you know exactly what you need to do down to the day to move that needle forward, okay? Do you know how many market research calls you need to do for your next offer? Do you know how many DMs you need to send? In order to hit your client goal, do you know how many sales calls you need to get on in order to hit your income goal this quarter? Okay, these are again examples of key performance indicators. Now you can track these in a while in a number of different ways. Um, you could track them in a journal. You can also track them in an Excel spreadsheet. Um, Lissa Scott. Uh, my friend and um, also another an incredible business leader here in the online coaching space. She actually did a guest training in the last round of Powerhouse. And she um, had this beautiful spreadsheet in Notion, which is an incredible platform. Check it out, um, where she showed people how to keep track, how to, how to understand their KPIs. And then um, they, you can actually use Notion in order to keep track of your own KPIs. So Notion is an incredible platform for that okay? Um, You need to understand what your KPIs are and then you need to understand, okay, you know, is this a daily KPI or is this like a daily number that I need to hit? Is this something I need to hit on a weekly basis or monthly basis? You need to know your numbers. You need to be tracking consistently and regularly. And then you need to be going back and reviewing that sheet to understand, are you on track to hit that goal? Do you need to pivot? Do you need to adjust? Okay? So be looking at whatever tracking system that you're going to use, be looking at that either daily, weekly, or at the very least monthly to see where you're at and to see if you need to pivot. Do not just look at it quarterly, okay? Because if you're hitting quarterly goals and you're only looking at your KPI tracker like once a quarter, then you're then you're not giving yourself time to adjust your strategy if needed. That's like, that's like running a marathon and saying, oh man, did I tie my shoe like two feet before the finish line? Like it doesn't matter at that point. Um, <laughs> well it does if you trip but you know what i mean like like check it earlier so that you can pivot and make adjustments if needed okay um couple scriptures that i am um Referencing for this this particular uh, secret tracking progress effectively Galatians six four through five each one should test their own actions then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else for each one should carry their own load imagine okay if you set your own goal and you understood your own KPIs what would that do not only do you have clear understanding of what you need to do every day but it also allows you like more willingness to keep your eyes on your own paper. Are you crushing your own goals rather than you looking over at the next person and saying, well, how am I comparing to them? It doesn't matter how you're comparing to them. Just like this verse, each one should test their own actions. Test your own actions. Know your KPIs. Lamentations 340. Let us examine our ways and test them and let us return to the Lord. Now, I know that that particular scripture is not talking about KPIs, but we can understand the principle of that scripture and apply it to our business when talking about KPIs. Okay? So, friends, as we're looking at this passage from from Second Thessalonians, okay, let's let's understand a couple things. Um, I, I want to point out one particular thing, and then draw, you know, an arrow, if you will, to another part of Scripture. So it says um, in that Scripture that I read to you today, "Those unwilling to work will not get to eat." Now that may sound harsh, but essentially what the Scripture is saying is, "You will reap what you sow," which is me paraphrasing Galatians 6, 7 to you. If you are not willing to do the work, if you're not willing to set the goal, get accountability in place and understand what you need to be doing on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis in order to hit that goal, then I wouldn't ask you the question of, are you willing to do the work? Okay. Or or, are you falling into idleness? If we are unwilling to do the work, then we should not be surprised when we're not hitting our goals week after week, month after month, quarter after quarter, year after year. Okay. Friends, Stay alert to not fall into idleness. Okay, now, how? What are some action steps that you can take today? Well, here's two of them. Okay, first one is to go down on the show notes and watch my free training where I'm going to show you the four secrets to get more clients and to turn your business into a money making machine. That's a completely free training. I actually just redid the training, it's new and improved. It's about an hour and 20 minutes long. You might think, man, that's really long. Is it, if it gives you basically the understanding of what you need in order to hit your goals this year, is is an hour and 20 minutes really worth like too much time? Because some of you are going to spend that just tonight alone watching Netflix, okay? Pop it on in the background, go on a walk, pop it on in the background, like instead of a podcast, okay? An hour, 20 minutes is really not that long. Um, It is full, packed full of juicy information that's completely free down in the show notes. Also, Powerhouse for round three is now enrolling. We're starting on September 4th. Don't wait until September 4th to enroll uh, or to apply. Okay, We're enrolling now for a September 4th start date. To apply, you need to watch the free training down in the show notes and then follow the steps in the training to submit your application and book your interview call. I love you, friend. Thank you for joining me in this episode, and I'll see you on Monday. Hey, coach. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear, even if it stung a little. Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you, I love you, and I'll see you in the next episode.